Welcome to the meditation at Anything But Square. My name is Gen Dorning and I'm the principal teacher at Kanampa Meditation Centre Australia. And on today's episode, we're going to look at the topic, how to be happy. So please listen carefully for the next 10 minutes as we explore this very important uh, subject. Now, if you were to ask anyone on the street, if you were to stop someone and say, look, what do you think is happiness? You'll probably get lots of answers, and just to take a, just to take one of those as an example, some people might say, "Look, when I have my favourite meal, that for me is happiness." Well, we need to think about this carefully. So maybe some people it's travel, maybe some people it's position. It's maybe you derive it from relationships or possessions. But we do need to think about these things, particularly in our current conditions, where the things that we used to do for pleasure uh, are a lot less uh, available to us. So let me just take this example of eating. If you're hungry and you're presented with your favorite meal, you would be forgiven for thinking that is happiness. But what happens when you've finished your plate of food? Now, if you're still hungry, or you're still enjoying the experience of eating food, you might decide you just want some more. But the point will come that you will be full and the food will start to make you feel uncomfortable. So we need to be very clear on this because if something is a true cause of happiness, then the more you're exposed to it, in reality, the happier you should become. But we can't say that is the case with eating. Even your favorite meal will eventually start to cause you pain. In fact, if you keep eating, it will kill you. So eating is actually a cause of death. We're trying to be happy, and yet what we're doing is filling our stomach up with a substance that eventually becomes uncomfortable. Now, of course, we're sophisticated human beings, so we seem to know when to stop before the eating turns into pain. But have we found happiness? Most people then will think, well, there's still some room for dessert. But then when the dessert is over, what do you do next? Now, this question, what is happiness, especially applied to the pursuit of pleasure, is very interesting because the, the thought, what do I do now in order to be happy, is the very thought that leads to a lot of anxiety dissatisfaction and more suffering. I find it to be a a tragic irony that the pursuit of happiness for many people is also the condition for so many emotional difficulties and problems. Because like the meal, once you're full and, and, and you can't eat anymore and you start looking for something else, whatever else you find will eventually cause you some kind of problem. In fact, the only way we can stay reasonably uh, uh, enjoying our objects of pleasure is if we keep changing them. Have you noticed that? If you're standing enjoying a, a beautiful view, how long before you think, this view would be better if I could have a latte with it? This view would be better if they would, they'd put a bench here. Or, I've had enough of this view, let's keep moving. Everything you do for pleasure and happiness 
is like this. It has a sell-by time or date. There's only so much of it you can have before it in itself causes a problem. For many people, this means that they wander through their life aimlessly, a little bit lost, looking for, but never finding the lasting satisfaction and happiness that all of us in our hearts long for. For some people, even if they think they've managed to arrange the pleasures and enjoyments of their life in a way that appears to be working, there's still a dark side. What happens if you think you found the thing that makes you truly happy? You develop a low-level anxiety at its loss. How many relationships uh, end in such pain and trauma because we've decided that this person is the source of my happiness, but they don't feel the same? Again, it's a tragedy. It's a tragic irony that sometimes you get what you think is going to make you happy, but because you believe that that's the source of happiness, you've become vulnerable. And so uh, I've said many times in the past, the mistake that we're making about happiness causes us to experience pain, suffering, or indeed anxiety, emotional vulnerability. I want to read to you from the book, How to Transform Your Life, which I'll be referring to a lot in these, in these podcasts. So please, you know, download yourself a copy. It's completely free at howtotyl.org. I want to read to you from the section on inner peace. If our mind is peaceful, we will be happy all the time, regardless of external conditions. But if it is disturbed or troubled in any way, we will never be happy, no matter how good our external conditions may be. And of course, the irony here is that in our efforts to be happy, we make ourselves troubled and disturbed. So I think we can say, by definition, happiness is the experience of pleasant mental feelings arising from inner peace. Happiness is the experience of pleasant mental feelings arising from inner peace. We can see happiness is part of the mind. If our mind is peaceful, we can be happy. Going back to the book, one more sentence, it says, external conditions can only make us happy if our mind is peaceful. Now, I love that sentence. It's one of my most favorite sentences in the world because what that sentence is telling us is you don't need to give up all the things that you like. You don't need to bring an end to your relationships. You don't need to stop enjoying your ice cream and your lattes and, if we can travel again, your holidays that <laughs> you're traveling. But there's a big difference between going on holiday as a happy person and going on holiday in order to find happiness. There's a big difference. If you picture this, uh, if you will, that you've gone, say, to Bali, 
and you've gone there hoping to find some happiness. There is a, a degree of desperation in the mind, packing in experiences, drinking, uh, excursions and uh, activities, searching for this elusive happiness. And then when you get back, how many times have you said in the past to your loved ones, I'm so tired now, I need another holiday. Or if you've managed to make that holiday work, have you ever felt more depressed at the prospect of going back to work? Again, your holiday functions to make you more unhappy. But if you've managed to experience pleasant mental feelings through developing a peaceful mind, well, you can enjoy yourself so much more and you won't be depressed when it comes to an end because you are in control of your happiness. Now, we don't have very much time left, but uh, just for a, a minute or two, I'd like to guide you in a very brief breathing meditation that is designed to create this very mental peace that in Buddhism we say is the source of true happiness. So sit comfortably, put your hands in your lap, drop your shoulders, close your eyes, and breathe gently through your nostrils. Now notice as you inhale, as you breathe in, the air feels cool. And as you exhale, the air is warmer and softer. Just focus on this single-pointedly, just for a minute. Okay, that's what you call a micro meditation. Do that for longer. Do it for five minutes. We don't have the time now, but you do that for five minutes. Okay, that brings today's podcast to an end. Please don't forget our live lunchtime meditation session every Tuesday from 12.30 p.m. at fedsquare.com. And we have new episodes of meditation at Anything But Square every Thursday. So we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for our newsletter at fedsquare.com. And for more information on Kanampa Meditation Centre Australia and the classes and courses that I teach throughout the week, please have a look at meditateinmelbourne.org. Take good care of yourself and we'll see you next Thursday. <laughs>